You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Malicious gossip. Gossip is the title of this devotion. Yeah, you heard me right. Malicious gossip. You would say, wow, Pastor Robert, that is not usually the subject that I hear from you. Well, I think it's interesting, though, today that you may take a moment to listen to this. And, and don't be concerned. You, you'll see your hearts will be safe in the words that I will share with you. Actually, they'll be stirred in a positive way. But if we go to Third John, you have First John, Second John, and Third John, the third letter that we have from John, that's right before the book of Jude, which is right before Revelations. And starting at verse 9 through 11, let me read this to you. I wrote to the church, but Diotrephus, who loves to have the preeminence among them, does not receive us. This is John, the elder. He's by this time very old and the apostle of love. And he says, I wrote to the church, but Diotrephus, who loves to have the preeminence among them, does not receive us. <laughs> Can you imagine this? John the beloved was not being allowed to come to that church. Therefore, if I come, I will call to mind his deeds, which he does. Pratting, pratting is gossiping against us with malicious words. This is where the title comes from. Gossiping against us with malicious words. How could anybody have malicious gospel to John the Beloved? What's the point, Pastor? Any of us can suffer this, any of us. I know that many times it comes to search our conscience if in some way or another we have failed or whatever, but folks, you can be perfectly innocent like John the Beloved and suffer malicious gossip. He says, and not content with that, he's not just only maliciously gossiping about us, but he himself does not receive the brethren and forbids those who wish to, putting them out of the church. Beloved, do not imitate what is evil. Malicious gossip is evil, friends. Don't imitate it. Don't get involved with it. Don't go to people's homes who sit around and, and that's what they like to talk about. Thinks about others where other people maybe have issues or whatever. I would not have time for those kinds of communities. Or I, 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 it's not my way, no way. I'm North Virginia. You will not find Virginia sitting down with people who like to talk bad about others, never. It's also not part of our home. Our kids would never ever think we would sit down and just talk unkind about anybody in the church. God forbid that we would do such a thing. That would really be evil. Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. 
He who does good is of God, but he who does evil has not seen God. You know, any of us, like I said a moment ago, can go through times when things are being said about us that are painful and, and twist it maybe, you know, and that can be hard to bear when you go through it. Jesus said in Matthew 5 verse 10, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. What's he trying to show you? You can be walking with me, seeking to love me and serve me and all of a sudden this tsunami of unkindness can come against you from even people that you love or respect or appreciate. Committed to God. Committed to God. The Bible says love takes no account of a suffered wrong or an evil done to it. It bears upon anything and everything without failing. It always hopes and believes the best about others. It never fails. It never gives up. The best thing you can do when you suffer malicious gossip is keep loving. My father, Johann Malsbach, went through horrific persecution, and my mother. I mean horrific persecution. And the malice by which was gossiped against him was, was off the planet. And it, I think it in one way or another had such an effect on him that my father had a stroke there, but Jesus healed him. My older sister Esther, who's a phenomenal woman of God, she asked my dad, Pa, what do you think about this? What they say about you? He said, oh, Esther, we just keep loving. We just keep loving. You see, love overcomes. Love always wins. Love always outlives malicious gossip. Love is what is God because God is love. Often the people who have suffered some of the harshest gossip, like the Apostle John, have the greatest revelation of love to comfort and soothe and calm their hearts when the pain can be quite difficult to bear when things are being said that are unfair or that are painful or exposing things that have long been forgiven and forgotten. But the devil stirs it up to try to pierce your heart and try to break open that which has been sealed by the blood of Jesus. Let me read you one of my favorite Psalms, Psalm 15, a Psalm of David. He says, Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle who may dwell in your holy hill? He who walks uprightly, who works righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart. He who does not backbite with his tongue. He who doesn't gossip, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor does he take up a reproach against his friend. 
he who walks uprightly may abide in the tabernacle and dwell in your holy hill. People that refuse to give their hearts and minds over to evil gossip. You just, it's not part of your nature. It's not part of your culture. It's not part of your vocabulary. It's just not part of your ways. It's just not part of your household. It's not part of your family culture. It just doesn't live there. It just, it, it's never been able to take root because it just every time got cast down. You see, the Bible says that when, um, let's go to Proverbs chapter 15, verse uh, four. I love that in the Amplified. The gentle tongue with its healing power is, the, is a tree of life. A gentle tongue. When we insist to speak with Christ's love about others, even those that have hurt us, even those that are against us, even those that have done bad. You know, sometimes people have asked me, what do you think about those people? Oh, I love them. I pray for them all the time. Yeah, but they have gone. I said, oh, the Lord is with them. He'll watch over them. Yeah, they'll be okay. They'll come through. And that's, that's, that's all I choose to say. No, I choose to live by the love of my Savior because that's the simple commandment He gave me, to love others like He loves, so that His joy would be in me and my joy would be full. Read it there in John 15. No, I hold to that commandment. And He says, if you love me, you will do what I command you. And this is what I command you, love others as I love you. If you live by that commandment and it's an empowerment, commandment is an empowerment, you will see that those gossips will never be able to root in or be able to hurt your home or hurt your marriage or hurt your family or hurt your children. No, never. They will never be able to break through. Love is a much more powerful force than evil gossip. And this is what keeps us in the tabernacle of God's holy hill, according to Psalm 15. Who may dwell in your holy hill? Who may live in your tabernacle? People that refuse to gossip. I learned that the hard way one time in 1986. I know that for some of you is a long time ago, but I'll never forget it. There was this one minister. All I remember is his name was Chris and not, not a Chris like you know, but some other man. And, 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 and he had been not so nice to me. And I was young. I was 26 or so. And, and not so thoughtful because I was talking to a pastor friend of mine all the way in New Jersey. <laughs> and I'm here in Britain on the phone. And he asked me, you know, and I said, well, I just talked to Chris, which I knew he knew Chris. And, and yeah, he was a bit, bit uh, unfriendly with me and that really kind of hurt me some, but I'm okay, yeah, I'm okay, I'm praying, right? So that's all I said. <laughs> I hung up the phone. Literally, five or ten minutes later, I got a phone call from the Pastor Chris. What have I done to be unfriendly to you? I said, wow, Pastor Chris, you're totally right. I should not have said anything and ask you to please forgive me. It did sadly end that relationship because he, okay, he got upset with me and he hung up the phone. But I learned a painful lesson. My goodness, friends. A tale bearer is a gossip. 
will always suffer reproach. And reproach will find you because that's what you do to others. What you do to others will come back to you. That's the law of God's prophetic nature. But a gentle tongue will invite healing into your home. Did you know that if you speak with mercy and forgiveness and love, that you invite healing into your marriage, healing into your relationships, healing into your home? But then he says here in Proverbs 15 verse 4, but willful contrariness in it breaks down the spirit. That scripture here in Proverbs 15 verse 4 in the Amplified, I prayed and prayed and prayed and keep it really close to my heart. I do not want any contrariness in my speech that there is impurities for <clears throat> because of unforgiven or resentful resentment or because of grudges or because of unresolved issues that cause contrariness. No, God forbid that I would have contrariness. I, I, I hate it. I, I don't want to know it. And I seek to keep my heart undefiled. The Bible says in Proverbs 4 verse 20, keep your heart above all that you keep for out of it flow the issues of life. And I so long for my heart to be pure that I may see God in the way I am and speak and act. And I want to encourage you, follow this example. Just a couple of Proverbs here, verse 28 of chapter 16, while we're at it here of uh, Proverbs 16, verse 28. A perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates close friends. You know, I had a friendship with that man, Chris, and that should have stayed. I have many friends for 30 years or more. Some friends I've known for almost 40 years. But you cannot maintain good friendships when you expose things that should not be talked about. It says here in chapter 11 of Proverbs, right? Listen to this, verse 13 of chapter 11. He who goes about as a talebearer, revealing secrets, right? He who goes about as a talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is trustworthy and faithful in spirit keeps the matter hidden. I personally believe as a pastor, this is a prerequisite of being a pastor. And if you cannot do this, you, you, you really shouldn't be a pastor. Why? Because we need to, like Jesus, be able to take things to the grave. We never repeat them. Never. Jesus took my sins to the grave. And while he stands in the presence of the Lord, of my heavenly Father, there's no charge against me because Jesus is my sanctification and righteousness in the presence of the Father. There is no charge against me because in Jesus, I am righteous with his righteousness. That is the true spirit of pastorship that people can, can clear their heart with you as you minister to forgiveness and the power for them to release and forget that they can be totally set free and that never ever is brought up, not even with Virginia. I would don't go home and tell her. She doesn't come home and tell me. No way. We're not going to do it. We got to be found faithful. So in closing, in closing, let me just read it from the Amplified. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4. Oh, I've read these verses so often. Starting in verse 29 of chapter 4, okay? Listen to this. 
Let no foul or polluting language, nor evil word, nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others, as it is fitting to the needs and the occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace, God's favor to those who hear it. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Do not offend or vex or sadden the Holy Spirit by whom you were sealed and marked and branded as belonging to the Heavenly Father. For the day of redemption of the final deliverance through Christ from evil and the consequence of sin. Let all bitterness, indignation, wrath, passion, rage, bad temper, resentment, resentment, anger, animosity, quarreling, brawling, glamour, contention, slander, evil speaking, abusive, blasphemous language be banished from you with all malice, spite, ill will, and baseness of any kind. Baseness, way too low to talk like that about people. Become useful, helpful, and kind to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, loving-hearted, forgiving one another readily and freely as God in Christ forgave you. My, I've read these verses here in Ephesians 4, starting in verse 29 through 32, and again and again, because I feel it is so important how we talk, because it shows what lives in our hearts and who we truly represent in our daily living. Amen. Have a good day.